Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're talking about dress codes, we're talking about appropriate attire, and we're talking about the patriarchy. If you're interested, stick around. A few weeks ago, I was sitting at cheer practice, you know, cheer mom life, and talking with a fellow cheer mom who happens to work at the same place that I do, but in a different department. And she was talking about dress attire or appropriate attire and how many of her male colleagues wear hooded sweatshirts to teach in. She's a faculty member. And how one day she wore, I think it was a Ruth Bader Ginsburg shirt underneath a cardigan, like t-shirt, graphic shirt, underneath a cardigan. And one of her female colleagues said, I cannot believe you'd wear something like that, right? And, And to work, right? And the male colleagues wear hooded sweatshirts to work, to teach in. And so she brought that comment up to her colleague and said, well, do you say anything about what, you know, Joe Schmo wears? And it was a turnoff, right? So it got into this interesting conversation on her end about appropriateness of attire. And I'm using appropriateness with air quotes. You just can't see it because, hey, this is a podcast. And so It's been really kind of like weighing on my mind for a while, and I've been thinking about attire and appropriateness. I've also been thinking a lot about attire as it relates to post-pandemic. Now, pause on that for a second. Yes, we are still in a pandemic, friends. If you have forgotten, if those around you treat it as though there is not still a pandemic happening, friends, it's still there. But I say that as We are getting back to feeling a little bit more pre-pandemic. I'm noticing that pandemic-like behaviors are still a thing. What do you mean by that, Michelle? Thank you for asking. I'm so glad you did. Um, There's a little Elise Myers there for you, friends. But um, anyways, I, I really am thinking about my own way that I show up to work. I don't show up to work with blazers as much anymore. Now, I was never really a big blazer person to start with, but I did enjoy, you know, wearing dresses and heels, um, looking really nice, and dressing for the job that I wanted to have. And you've heard that before. When I think of that, I chuckle a little bit because I've seen those memes, and you likely have too, of dress for the job you you want, right? Like dress for the job you want and you see somebody dress up in like a superhero costume, right? And so um, I chuckle because who doesn't want to be a superhero, a badass superhero, right? But I also think about what does that really mean? What does that mean? And so um, these days, you can find me wearing much more casual clothes. In fact, some days I wear jeans (gasps) in the middle of the week. And I even catch myself still uh, thinking like, oh, I shouldn't do that. And then I start to think about what does my day look like? 
if my day is spent in the field, and for me, that means in a very active manner, that means I'm out in, you know, I work in residence life, in housing, um, at a college, a university, and for me, that means out in the residence halls, walking, lots of steps. If you follow me on the Apple Watch, you probably can tell when I am out in the field on those days because my rings close a lot faster. And on those days, I have to be really conscious of what I'm wearing on my feet, what I'm wearing on my legs, what I'm wearing on my top. Do I need to wear, um, you know, a winter coat and hat and scarf? Like, or do I can I dress up a little bit more and wear shoes that might be a little bit more uncomfortable, but they're really cute, right? Like, actually, I don't think I have those in my repertoire anymore. Anyways, those things are real for me, and I think a lot about them. And I think about how I physically show up to work. And I know my male colleagues don't. So all of that to stay to say that it has me thinking about dress codes. As many of you know, if you're a longtime listener, I have two little girls, one of which is in the second grade this year, and they have, of course, a handbook, a student handbook, as every school does. And of course, like many schools, all schools, I don't know, uh, there's a dress code. And uh, one of those things says that little girls cannot wear sleeveless outfits. My daughter wears sleeveless dresses all summer long. And when we hit time for school to go back, she cannot wear those to school anymore. She can't wear those on a regular basis. Now, you can fight the system. You can cheat the system a little bit, right? Like I bought her a denim jacket this year. She still doesn't wear it. But, you know, in theory, she could still wear those summer dresses with her denim jacket or a little cardigan or something like that. But the fact that we have to think about what she wears to school when on many occasions the little boys and the families of the little boys don't have to is highly problematic. And friends, that comes from a very patriarchal society and mindset. And if you're not familiar, which many of you probably are, but if you're not familiar, the sort of um, layperson's terms for that is that we um, we can't tempt the boys or the men by wearing things that are distracting to them. Now, hopefully you're hearing the dripping sarcasm from my voice as I say that because that is ludicrous, my friends. That is ludicrous. And also... Why is it the girls and women's um, responsibility to make sure that their physical being, the way that they are showing up, is not sexy and distracting to men? How about we focus on the men need to figure out how to focus on schoolwork and classwork? and not thinking about girls and females and women as sex objects even in kindergarten and in second grade pause for dramatic effect right like those are the kinds of things that we continue to have to work through those are the kinds of things that men continue to say you need to dress the part like literally you need to dress the part 
show up the way we expect you to show up. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to show up in a suit. Am I any better or worse of a professional if I show up in a suit or if I show up in a dress or or if I show up in jeans and a nice top? Or heck, if I show up in leggings and a sweatshirt, am I any different of a professional? I will tell you right now that answer is no, friends. That answer is no. I am not any different of a professional. Because professionalism, and there's a whole, there's a whole probably other episode on the word professionalism, but the way I show up as a professional has nothing to do with how I look. And yet, if I don't show up looking the part, I won't be taken as seriously by the men that I work with or my male colleagues. So I was doing a little bit of homework on this. And um, there's a great thesis out there by a student at the University of North Dakota. And she was talking about all different... um, Uh, definitions of sexism. One of them is called benevolent sexism. And this, my friends, is when women are told to participate in typical gender roles. And one of the excellent examples is how we dress, how we show up to work, how we show up to school, how we show up in society. (coughs) And so this benevolent sexism is something that is a little bit more passive, right? Um, It's something that we will get, like, side comments about. Or maybe you'll see show up in um, a post-meeting meeting, meeting, right? Or as a comment from a supervisor in an evaluation. It is very passive in nature in terms of kind of the levels of sexism, if you will quick um, water break there so um this for me is again where the patriarchy comes into play and this is where men are defining for women how they show up in the world how they show up in work and so michelle how do we deal differently with this how do we combat this how do we what are your tips i'm so glad you asked i have a couple of those for you (coughs) so my first question is what makes you comfortable? What makes you comfortable? Do heels make you feel powerful? Do they bring you joy? Are you comfortable in them? If you're answering yes to this, then rock on those heels. Rock rock them out, right? I have recently found a pair of um, sandals that have heels, and I love them. Chunky heel. I've also found a pair of ankle boots with a chunky heel, and I love them. I feel very powerful in them. I feel very strong in them. Uh, I I love wearing them. I also love wearing flats. Now, um, I have undiagnosed plantar fasciitis, self-diagnosed, I should say, plantar fasciitis. And so I'm really trying to figure out the appropriate shoe wear now for work. But some of my favorite shoes in the past have been flats, right? Like loafers or ballet flats um when those were in style although i'm not real 
big on style. If it's comfy, I'm wearing it, friends. If it's comfy, I'm wearing it. <clears throat> I wear pants a lot. I wear pants a lot. In fact, I recently just purchased some different shades of jeans. A pair of black jeans, a pair of red jeans. Reds are school color. That works for me. They are dressy-ish. I work in a more male-minded, male-dominated um, industry within my career field. And so those are still dressy enough and appropriate for the work that I do and I'm comfy in them and in the winter I'm warm in them as compared to a dress or to dress pants right that are maybe like super thin in the summer I wear um shorts dress shorts but I wear shorts to work I I think about my day now if I were to be in a meeting with a vice president or the president, that'll never happen. Well, that will likely not happen anytime in the future. But if I am in the room with people who make a lot more money than me and have titles higher than me, I'm going to dress differently. Of course I'm going to. And I have to think about that. But on a regular basis, if I'm comfy, if that brings me joy, then that's what I'm going to wear. What makes you comfy? What are you comfortable in, whether that's like comfort because of the style or type of um, clothing that you wear or comfort because of your size. It could be because of your size. What makes you comfortable? Show up in something that makes you comfy. Another tip I have is, <clears throat> excuse me, look at what the men in your office are wearing. Are the men in your office wearing a shirt tie and a suit coat? Or, you know, a blazer of some sort. Do men wear blazers? I think they do. Anyways. Or are the men in your office wearing a polo or a button-up shirt with no tie and khaki pants? Right? Or, like, dress pants but not suit pants? Are they wearing jeans and a nice top? What are the men in your office wearing? Match that, friends. Now, certainly you can look better and dress better, but match that. Now, I recognize that not all industries are the same. I totally recognize that. In the business world, maybe you can't show up looking like that. Maybe you can show up looking like that every day, but maybe you do need to wear the suit. And that's fine. Wear the suit, but wear and find a comfy suit. Wear one that matches what the men in your office are wearing, right? Friends, I'm really here just to say, don't overthink it, right? Don't overthink it, be comfy, make sure you stand out, but stand out in a good way and dress for the part that you are confident in. Not necessarily the one that you want, it's your skills, your talents that are going to show up for you. It should be. And if it doesn't, friends, it's time to find a new work environment. If that is not a value of your organization, it's time to find a new work environment. Okay? Thank you for hanging out with me again this week. Thanks for coming along on this journey. I certainly appreciate it. We are 73 episodes in, which is amazing for me to think about. Um, and this week's affirmations, I'm done apologizing for showing up as who I am.
I'm done apologizing for working on myself. I'm done apologizing for fill in the blank. Thank you so much, friends. Have an amazing week. I know that you're going to go out there and do incredible things. And remember, if you like this episode, if you love this podcast, go out there, like, follow, and share on any platform that you're listening to the podcast on. Make sure you turn those notifications on so that you know when the next episode drops. Every Monday, I've got one dropping, friends, but make sure you turn those notifications on. Don't forget, I have free resources. Check out the show notes or head on over to Instagram. I've got a link in my bio there where you can click on free resources and check out those free things that I have for you. More new things coming hopefully here in the near future. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this and I'm here for you.